yes yes welcome to another edition conversation of the heart season three episode 13 it's gonna be a good one y'all featuring my guy teddy thomas aka dj teddy grams it's gonna be a good one looking forward to this conversation can't believe we're 13 episodes in already oh we Can't believe we're uh, 13 episodes in. It's gonna be real dope. It's gonna be a good time. Um, you can definitely catch the all of my other episodes via YouTube and everywhere where all audio podcast platforms. Um, you have Spotify, iHeart. Uh, lots of good, great content. Lots of great conversation. Go ahead and uh, click that subscribe button and let me know what you think. So today we're going to have my guy, DJ Teddy Grams, and uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things, you know, mainly about th- the journey of business and entrepreneurship and uh, kind of balancing both and the, the ups and downs of of both of both journeys. You know, there's a, a lot of things that happen when it comes to, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't be an entrepreneur or you should be an entrepreneur and you shouldn't have a nine to five in the cases and a lot of us are, are out here doing both, you know what I'm saying? So, um, we're going to get into all that. Um, also talk about getting into that tech space too. Um, it's a big thing, you know what I mean? Getting into that tech space. Um, so if, if you're looking to getting into that tech space, then definitely, um, we're going to have that conversation, uh, cause both of us are actually in that space. Um, so it's going to be a good conversation. Um, different tips of, of how you can break into that space uh as well you know and if you have a business too right you know just how can you balance both and how can you fund your how can you fund your business through your nine to five you know so those are all things that we're going to get into um so i think my man is here so we're going to see see what's going on I just invited my man DJ Teddy Graham to come to the building. Yo. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, boss? Not much, not much. How's everything going? Everything is good, man. You can hear me good? I am good. I'm good. You can hear me quick, clear? Can hear you good. Can you hear me? We good? We good, we good. Can hear you and see you, man. Yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Um... So one, I appreciate you, bro, um, for coming on the show. Um, I know we talked we talked a little bit about it, you know, last week. It was something that kind of just came, came up. It was like a two minute conversation, and it was like, "Yo, we need to get on here and do this right now." Um, so, for the people who don't know, and um, you know, you are an incredible DJ, one of the hottest DJs in New York City, if I do say so myself. You know, what I'm you, saying man. you're not gonna say that. I'm gonna say it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say. It. <laughs> I'm gonna do it for you. Now I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it for you. It's all good. Um, and you are also, you know, definitely an MBA graduate. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, thank you. Appreciate it. And now you're in the tech space. Yes, sir. We're both in the tech space. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's a very interesting space to be in. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
lot, you know, lots of coins involved, lots of money involved. Um, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, first of all, I, I just want to salute to you, the order work that, that, that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I see you out here. You working hard. You know, all the parties, you're doing all the events. You know what I'm saying? And I know you hold it down, too, um, for the company and the organization that you work down, you know what I mean, that you work for uh, as well. So, you know, I've known you for a few years. You know what I'm saying? I've known you for quite a few years, man. And uh, to, to see your growth, you know what I'm saying, from when I first met you, man, till now, bro, man, you 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 killing it, bro. So for me to you, man, I just want to say, man, congratulations, bro, for real, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, like, to you, like, we, we knew each other for quite a bit some time, you know? And, like, schooled me on the game, too. Honestly, like, you really schooled me on the game and really just take my career on, a, on the next level as well, too. So I want to salute you on that as well. And then your career as well, getting into the tech space as well, too. You know, like, it's funny how our places kind of started together and then going in the same directions, you know? We kind of have yeah, similar yeah, goals yeah. at the same time. So, like, thank you. That's the first thing. I definitely want to thank you for that. I always appreciate you in the chats that we have, you know, in terms of growth and more so like definitely appreciate you and then also with this podcast as well like season three season three right you know season three bro season three like coming out of covid okay. and just growing this to a newer level and us having just a conversation last week and saying like yo like we really need to do this just to push us further and then just have these types of conversations because a lot of people want to get into entrepreneurship want to get to tech space and everything and you know, just providing the guidance and having these deep back, conversations back. as well. So, you know, yeah, you know, I definitely appreciate you. The platform that you created, putting me on the platform as well too. I want to share sure. to you. This, oh this man, you should tell me, man. I would have had some, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I, I'll do the toast for you. Toast to you for what you've done with this platform, the careers that we both have in the tech space, and develop ourselves even more. All right. Cheers, Cheers to you, my brother. Cheers, my brother. Um, so let's, so let's start there, bro. You know, um, you know, we met uh, a few years ago. I mean, I, I forget the year, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you both kind of was introduced to that, to, 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 to that space, right? To that recruitment space and that, and adversity, right? I want to yeah. start there. Um, yeah. because, you know, a lot of us, you know, we go through adversity, you know, in our lives, you know what I'm saying? Like with careers all the time, like, you know, laid off, it's, it's, you know, and even now, right, people are getting laid off left and right with inflation and, 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 and companies just tightening up, you know what I'm saying? And we, when we met, we were like first coming into this space and then it was like, you went through adversity, you know what I'm saying? And how did you kind of get through that adversity, right? Because there's somebody out, there's somebody right now that's going through like a layoff, right? There's somebody out there that's going through that, and it's like, damn it, like what do I do? You know what I'm saying? And it's discouraging. People have bills. They got a lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? So like, how did you actually go through that um, adversity? You know what I'm saying to just go to your, to your next step. Like, what was that process like for you? Honestly speaking, like during a time that I got laid off at a certain point, like I really had to reflect, honestly, like I had to really reflect and see what I really wanted out of my career at the end of the day, you know, because me coming from the retail space and going into recruiting, it's two different avenues at the end of the mm -hmm. day, you know. And I didn't know much, even though I had the interview experience from retail, but it's a different game in the corporate world, you know? 
So it's just like really trying to navigate your mind between working in a retail space, going to the corporate world and dealing with different types of clients and really just building yourself up in terms of your career in general, you know, and really realizing what you want to do in life and what makes you happy at the end of the day. You don't want to be in a space where you're coming to work frustrated and you don't want to do any type of work. You feel like you're tired of doing some of the repetitive things and nothing's coming up reward from it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So like when the time that I got laid off, like it kind of felt like a weight off was off my shoulders kind of bit. Mm. A weight was on my shoulders because in certain workplaces, like they give you certain types of pressure in terms of numbers and just getting things done that doesn't meet the end cost at the end of the day Mm. and results. So I knew for myself at the end of the day and the priorities in terms of a company that I want to go into is not always about the numbers all the time. Mm -hmm. It's all about the result of getting one person from one that's unemployed or if they're trying to switch careers and jobs to a place that they want to be working at. So mm-hmm. when I did my skills in terms of skilling up, that's one thing that I really believe in. Get your skills up and really prioritize what is for you at the end of the day. That's something that you can do that because as much as you're interviewing with companies, the companies are interviewing you, you're interviewing them as well. You want to know about their culture. You want to know about how are candidates or anyone that they deal with, how do they deal with them on a certain basis? Like how is my performance being ranked in terms of end of the year or half of the year? And how how does the work get done? How's the training get done as well mm-hmm. too? So you want to be in a place that you could be comfortable and you could thrive in. So you ask those type of questions so you can see the company is right for you at the end of the day and really try to manifest that and, being a company that you can enjoy and actually do the work that you love at the end of the day. You know, and that and that's so true is because what I, what I think people where I think people sell themselves short is this like we're like so pressed right to to just land something right that exactly. it's like we don't even really do our due diligence and it's like we. We psych ourselves out, right? Of like opportunities. It's like, oh, I need the job. I need this. I need that. I need the income. Uh, but the truth is, they need you too. Exactly. They exactly. need what you have, right? Uh-huh. Right. So it's not just them looking down at you and picking you and just saying, okay, okay, this, this. No, it's like, no, this is mutual, right? Yeah. I'm getting like getting paid to do a work that you need. Like you need my expertise. And sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of us don't look at it like we bring in the expertise. It's just looking like, oh, please let them pick me. Please let them pick me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yo, like, and that's why we saw our shorts a lot on salary negotiations and a Absolutely. lot of those different things. We don't even, a lot of us don't even negotiate. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just like, oh, you know what? I just want to put my foot, get my foot in the door. Right? Mm-hmm. You could be leaving thousands of dollars on the table. Absolutely. Right? And with the world that we're in now, with inflation and everything going crazy, up gas, everything, mm-hmm. we can't leave. We can't leave a dollar on the table. Absolutely. We can't Absolutely. afford to leave a dollar on the table. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's very important what you just said that that you're interviewing the company as well too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mutual benefit. It's it's mutual. You know what I'm saying? So it's very important that what you just said. And um, when it comes to just the adversity, right, of just going through through the motions of losing a job. Yeah. Right. 
like that's that's harder in it of itself. You know, people uh-huh. grieve that. You know, what uh-huh. I'm saying pe- pe- people have um, you know kids, they have houses uh-huh. and apartments and responsibilities, right? Uh-huh. And it's harder going through that kind of a loss because for for a lot of people, they don't know where they're gonna get their next dollar, uh-huh. right? And that's something that can mentally mess you up as well. And you go through uh-huh. different things when it comes to that. That affects your mental health, right? Uh-huh. So. So what were some of your best practices like when you went through this period, mm-hmm. right, that kept yeah. you at peace or that kept you at least, you know what, your head above water when it came to your mental health? Honestly speaking? Yeah, honest. Speak. Honest. Speak to your friends. Honestly, you can't keep these emotions inside of you, you know? Like, right. you could feel like you lost and, like, you don't want to do this type of work anymore. And like certain jobs, they, they could leave a stain on you mentally, mentally. And it's like, how, how do I get out of this roadblock type of thing? Because you, you have, everyone has priorities at the end of the day. Like everybody has bills to pay. Everyone wants to get better in their career type of level. And, um, and you're worried about yourself, like, am I good enough to continue this field? Mm. And you have to get out of the mindset of the can't. That's how I usually call it, you know? Because the can't is a blocker for you in your mind at the end of the day in your mental health, you know? It's like you learn the lessons that you, that you failed at in the past, and mm-hmm. then you take that and you apply it towards where you're going to go to next, you know? You talk to mm. friends, you, and you network, you tell them about the situation that you were in before, how it makes you feel, and you release those type of emotions at the end of the day, and then your network can really help you in terms of getting towards your next step. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because if you don't keep, if you don't talk about your feelings, and you don't um, express how you feel, it could corrupt your mind, it could just put you in a place of depression. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's not a good place to be in if you're in a depression you're not going to be motivated to get yourself out of that hole type of thing so like really talk through your problems talk to your friends that you actually trust and if they're in a certain field like they could tell you like hey like they know about certain companies that may help you get you back on your feet as well and so mm-hmm. it's more of really trying to dig yourself out of a hole talk about these problems and really express how you feel and seeing where you could go in your next step at the end of the day because mentally like a loss of a job is is not a great thing you know because you think about am i good enough when you know you know your worth at the end of the day Mm. and you know Mm. what you could bring into the table at the end of the day and a company will see what you bring in terms of your worth and they will be able to be like hey like this let's bring this guy on board he's motivated and he's ready to take on any type of tasks if needed to be and grow Mm. so know your worth Take those can't answer words and really speak positively about what you can do and what you can bring to the table. And speak about it with your friends. And they'll help you out at the same time. I love that. Um, take the can't out of your vocabulary. That's major too. Um, mm-hmm. it's about it's about what you say to yourself, like what do you speak on yourself? Like what like what do you speak over your life? You know what I'm saying? Like that mm-hmm. those things matter. You mm-hmm. know, so I, I like that you said that. And then also um, communicate with your friends and communicate with people who give you safe spaces 
right? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the biggest thing for us, especially in the community, and especially for us men too. Like, we want to be macho. We want to, you know, take everything on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to talk. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But we crumbling on the inside, mm-hmm. right? And that's a real thing, right? So it's just being able to have a safe space for your people is mm-hmm. super important. Everybody's busy, and every and everybody has, you know, um, things going on. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But it's like save a little bit of space for your friends because you never know what they're going through. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather have, I'd rather say, you know, Teddy, you, you call me. I'd rather you look at me and say, I know I can call Terrence versus, man, I'm going to just hold this inside. And then when things happen to people, right, mm-hmm. it's like, man, I wish I could have did something. I'd rather you, I'd rather you come to me than mm-hmm. me look at you in a box. That's just me. Exactly. Right? So we got to just do, continuously do a better job of, of giving our friends and our loved ones, you know what I'm saying, um, safe spaces. Because mm-hmm. what's the point of me coming to a DJ Teddy Graham's party, partying it up with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't give you a safe space in real life. True. I could have yeah. drinks with you. I could have food with you. I could break bread with you. Mm-hmm. Do all that stuff except give you a safe space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy, but that's how a lot of us operate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We go from the club or the lounge, whatever it is, we're doing sports mm-hmm. event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you come home and you're depressed. You got anxiety. Exactly. Exactly. What was it for? You know what I'm saying? So I like that you said that, you know what I mean? Just com- communicate with people. Find, you know, just find your safe spaces um, because that's super, super important. Um, I'm going to get back to the, um, to the career in, in one second. Sure. I, I want to kind of take it to the DJ part a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because when I first met you, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, you was a nice guy, incredible guy, you know. And I was like, man, this uh, uh, this dude is solid. You mm. know what I'm saying? But then when I heard you were a DJ, I was like, mm. what? Like, word? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. I said, word? And then when I heard you spin, I said, oh, he's talented. Like, he's official, official. You know mm. what I'm saying? So... So what made you get into the DJ game as well? Honestly speaking, like, it was a love of music, honestly. It's a love of music. I think it's just from young, honestly, because growing up in a Haitian family, that's one thing. You mm-hmm. know, you're going to hear all different types of music, of course, in the Haitian culture as well. Like, And we have these big events. We celebrate different things. And, you know. The music grows on you from young. That's one thing. Mm. Two, um, when I speak about my my network, at the end of the day, I used to hang around DJs as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to one of my homeboys. Shout out to my guy Spoof. Um, mm-hmm. He he used to DJ on the radio, and he'd be like, "Yo, come through and you know, you know, chill." Chill, chill yeah. on the radio station, you know? So I was like, all right, why not, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, I used to just really just watch and see what he does and really just how he handles music in terms of playing different types of styles in general, right? Mm-hmm. And from there, I kind of got the itch, if you would say. I kind of got the itch. Um, when I used to go out with friends, of course, like, you know, back in the day, you had the aux player, right? That would always be me. 100%. <laughs> 100%. 100%, you know? So 
it was just like, yo, like, and I used to attend these events in the past and used to really look at, like, I guess some other DJs, how they play and just how their creati- creativity was. And, it was mm-hmm. and I said to myself, I could do this. I could actually really, really do this. So I bought my smallest set ever. It was like um, a small Newmark, if you would say. Small Newmark controller, started playing it, virtual DJ on a computer, yada, yada, yada. Um, did that for a while. I played on like Facebook Live. Just it, it, it became like a hobby at the end of the day. It became as a hobby, and then people started really noticing my talent, you know? And it kind of was a segue to like whatever was on my mind. At a certain time, like say, say like something was bothering me, that was kind of my getaway, DJing at the same time. So mm-hmm. was doing that for a while, and people used to say, like, yo, you really need to push this forward. Like, mm-hmm. you're really good. I had self-doubt in that, you know? Right. I really had self-doubt in that, and I was like, eh, nah, I just do it for fun, whatever, you know? Until one of my homegirls having a baby shower, she kept really pe- pressing me to DJ her baby shower because she kept hearing my lives and everything. And so, yeah, I really need a DJ. I really would love you to do it. So I was like, you know what? I got out of my shy character, if you'll say, and then mm-hmm. really just like, you know, what? I'm just going to give this a shot. Gave it a shot. I, the way I was playing, it was so fun and joyful at that day. And my mind was, I felt free. And I was like, I need to have this feeling again, you know? And I started building on it, doing a couple more gigs and more, and I loved it, honestly. Mm. I loved it, and it just turned into something of a passion of mine and grew it from there. And from there, became DJ Teddy Grimes. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, and how many years have you been DJing now? Um, if I had a count, it's going to be at least eight years. Eight years. Wow. Eight yeah. years in the game. So you, 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 you a veteran, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's dope. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a little sign. <laughs> so, you know, so shifting back to, so you got laid off, right? Yeah. Life, life is going. And then you got, then you copped the new. Um, got a new job, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and that was a good experience. Um, mm-hmm. you know, from what I remember, you know, like you tell me that, like that was a good experience. Right. And, mm-hmm. but the funny thing is the, the transition from getting laid off. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what, a couple of years down the line, right. Um, maybe two or three years down the line, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure how many years at this point, but like now mm-hmm. you're working for one of the biggest tech companies in the world. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Majorly. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, so you're, you got your entrepreneurship going, mm. and now you're working for a tech giant. Yeah. Right? I'm not putting the business out there. I ain't, I ain't telling them about no coins, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, but you, ain't, <laughs> but you ain't one of them, but you ain't one of them ones. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so talk to me about like when you actually got the like the offer, right? Like when you got the offer, like when you was going out for this thing, right? And when you got the offer, can you talk to me about the journey? Like, like did you sit back and say, "Wow," like, 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you sit back and say, yo, man, like, look at what I went through, like, just a couple years ago in this lane, in this field. And now you're about to get, you know what I mean, one of the, and be a part of one of the biggest tech, tech giants in, in, in the world. Like, how did that make you feel? Honestly speaking, like, you never know what God has in store for you. You never do. You, ne you never know what God got in store for you. Like, there's certain times where you could feel like you're on the bottom and, you know, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, you know? And you don't think, like, you're going to progress in your career at the end of the day. You really, you feel like, you know, this is the end of the road for me. And from here, you're able to, like, when you get an offer from working like a tech, a tech giant, it's just like, all this hard work was worth it. Mm. You know? Mm. All the mentorship that you got from others and really taking that into account, taking advice, and putting in the work to really get to a company that is huge. Huge. Top four. Fact. Top four. It's like, talk that, it talk. was worth it. It was worth it. Honestly, it was worth it because when you get that offer, you know how Fat Joe says yesterday's price? Yesterday's price is not, not today's, today's price. price. <laughs> that's what I felt. That's mm -hmm. what I felt. Because you look for places that's going to grow you as an individual and really give you the skill and then the money at the same time. And sometimes you don't get that. You know, you have those expectations. But when you get with a company that's going to be able to grow you as an individual, teach you different things, and it takes you up the next level where you could get to a level such as a top four um, company, it's it's huge. It does a lot for you mentally. Yeah. As well, a lot for you. So, like, the transition from getting where I was at before, laid off and everything, and get into the tech industry and really – striving and doing well within it amazing because all the hard work that you put in when i went for my bachelor's went for my master's at the same time and really just skilling up to make the effort to get to this type of place you feel self-fulfilled mm -hmm. like did everything everything happens for a reason and don't don't kill yourself when one thing doesn't go wrong that that tree it will grow. It will grow at the same time, you know? And sometimes the place that you were in before, that grass wasn't good for you. The grass could be better somewhere else where you can naturally grow at the same time. And having that opportunity to do that and getting that offer was pretty good. Like, I, I was pretty happy. <laughs> oh. oh, I know. I, I know you were. I know. Oh, believe me. Um, but they say, you know, rejection is just redirection for your protection. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so if you would have thrived in, in over here without mm -hmm. that particular adversity, mm -hmm. you might still be there. You know, like you just never know the reasons why, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, you were redirected, right, mm -hmm. into the way, in, into the lanes that, that you were now, right? Mm -hmm. Um and in and, and in between that time, you know, I, I know you worked for a particular company mm. that you rep that you represented 
a major company, mm-hmm. right? And that, and that that was, and you and, and that was a major account. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The major name. Exactly. And then boom, you could take that right and because where we were at is it was cool, but like it wasn't gonna get you to this. But exactly. when you went into so, but when you went from here to here, this mm-hmm. middle company right here had you representing accounts with major names too mm-hmm. in exactly. a in a different industry, mm-hmm. but a major name, right? Exactly. So now you take that and then you bring it over here to this major company. It's like everything aligns. Exactly. And right, because if you would have went straight from this to this, it may not have worked. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like you're the direction in terms of your career. And that was one thing I was very specific on from when I was laid off. Very specific because I know what I wanted at the end of the day. The company I got laid off of, we were working with many different firms and trying to get jobs for people over there. And I I realized to myself when I did my self-evaluation in terms of what I want to do next is the first thing was I want to go into something that's a little bit more focused at the Mm. end of the day and not be Mm. able to go somewhere where I'm spreading myself very thin at the same time. So directing myself in terms of getting from one area, transitioning to something where it's a little bit more focused, a little bit more concrete, well, big name, it gave me the experience I need to really hone in on that clientele in terms of candidates going to a well-known bank at the, at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. and really honing in on that and having that plan of focusing on one client and growing that into something more internal at the same mm. time. So mm. that transition that I made in a decision where I wanted to go somewhere where it was a little bit focused and hone in on the skills and get better at that same place, transition me to where I'm at now. So mm-hmm. it's really having that plan. Even if you need to write it down, like, hey, this is what I want to do within this six months period. This is what I want to do within a year. And really mapping that out and trying to trace those steps of how you want to get there. That's, that's the thing where I had to do. So my transition from adversity where I was at, where, I wasn't happy in what well, work I was trying to do and really evaluating that and why I wasn't happy there at the same time led me to the decisions that went from my particular firm that I was working with and mm-hmm. to the firm that I'm with now at the end of the day. Because if you don't have a plan, you, you don't know where you're going to in life. So you're really just going to have to take that time to take a step back, evaluate where you want to go to in your career and really be able to see how you're going to get that, how you're going to, what's the roadmap to get to that end point, at least, and how you want to build yourself towards again towards that end point. And that's something mm. that I had to do when I got laid off so I could have direction. And I leaned mm. on people that have done these type of things before and really got that information and really just said, like, hey, okay, this is the type of steps you want to do to get there. And you follow those things, you know? If you don't ask, you won't get information. You know what they say, broke mouths don't get fed, right? Right. So really just having that adversity of motivating me to get me to where I want it at the end of the day is perfect from there. That's dope. And so yeah, like y'all so for the last eight years you've been operating in two lanes. Mm-hmm. Um 
So there's like always a big debate, you know, oh, like we need to have our own businesses and we need to have an LLC and oh, like why do we need to work for somebody? Like, you know, there's always these debates online, right? Of course. But how have you utilized both, you know, um, to be able to, you know, fund your entrepreneurship or your businesses, you know, um, through your nine to fives? Like how have you been able to kind of balance both? Um, you know, because there's somebody out there that says, man, I probably can't just work, uh, you know, just with my own LLC right now or my own business right now because mm-hmm. it's it's small, you know, and yeah. it, it needs to grow. So how kind of have you been able to balance, you know, and invest, you know, into your business while having a career and a nine to five? Honestly, scheduling, like you have to put role time blocks on your schedule like work with a calendar honestly like you want to your nine to five that's your if that's your bread winner if you would say budget yourself know what you have and what you need to pay off bills and everything else of that nature and then what do you have after that lump sum invest it in what you want to do at the end of the day because what you want to do in terms of entrepreneurship and that's going to bring you money on the side will come back Mm -hmm. to you as as the investment at the end of the day so Companies, they all started from somewhere. They got fundings for somewhere. Whether it was wherever it was side hustles or different other types of businesses, they're gonna take their money and invest into themselves. At the end of the day, so mm-hmm. we should do that as people. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. really just get our money that we need to handle what we need to handle business wise family-wise and everything else from there, and then really take that money sparingly and let it add on to your business, investing in the tools that you need to be successful. That's mm. that's really what you need to do because if you're building a quality business and you need certain type of equipment, you want the best things. You want the best things that's going to impress your clientele. And you, and you need that, especially you. Especially you me. That. Exactly. Yeah. So... I'm investing in speakers. I'm investing in microphones. I'm investing in mixers. Everything that a DJ needs to please a client at the end mm-hmm. of the day. So budget yourself. Like I used to take Excel sheets, map out my bills. And then after that, wherever's that lump sum, I know what I need to spend to buy something that's going to get me money back at the end mm. of the day. You know, investing in you, investing in you, because one thing for sure is a company is going to invest a fixed amount on you. But you yourself, you have the opportunity to invest how much you want to invest in your business and in yourself at the same time. Mm. So you put in you put in what you want to put in and you see it grow for yourself. That's Mm. how you got to really take a look at it. I love that. Um. So if if somebody were to come to you and say, "Hey, Teddy, how do I break into to to, to the tech world?" Um, like, what would be some advice that you would give somebody who wants to break into the tech space? Absolutely, depending on what they want to do with their career, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say let's say they want to be a software engineer. Throwing out there, random. Um, really get your degrees in order. That's one thing, and get your skills in order as well. When I talk about skills, you have computer skills. Any type of mm-hmm. skill that you want to get into, you really got to find out what does it mean to take advantage. Look, look at a job description. What are the qualifications? If it tells you required, bachelor's degree, 
experience in Excel, experience in C++, experience in um, JavaScript, whatever the programming language is in. These are things that you need to build up on at the same time. And then use your network. Your network is your net worth. That one. Your network. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Your network is your net worth. Honestly, because you don't know who could get you in the door at the end of the day. And if you don't speak about it and put it out there, it won't come to you. Hmm. So that's what I did. You know, opportunity came to me at the end of the day. You know, I was in a field I was doing well for myself and opportunity within that same tech industry came to me and really spoke about it, talked about it, what are the nuances about it, what are the great things, the pros and cons, and really just really try to grow my skills towards that. You know, Mm -hmm. do research, do your research. Whatever the company is looking for in terms of interviewing and anything of that nature, what skill set that you need, you really need to get that so you could shine yourself in front of an employer. At the end of the day, you're bringing the skills that they need. That's Mm -hmm. one thing. You have to take that to, to account at the end of the day. Your network is your network at the end of the day. Get them. You're right. right. And also, there's not a lot of us in tech. Absolutely. Let's be clear. Uh-huh. And just, and, and but, but you know what's funny? Sometimes you don't have to do tech jobs to uh-huh. be in tech. Absolutely. Every no. tech company needs HR. Every tech company needs finance. Every, every tech company needs admins. Every mm-hmm. tech company needs a lot of just different components, right? And they pay well, right? Yeah. I'll be honest. Like, they, they do pay well. Yeah. So, But you don't have to be a software engineer to be in tech. Absolutely. You don't have to I'm be <laughs> a project manager, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't have to be a migrations expert to be in the the tech space, right? Like every one of these companies has the same departments as the other companies. Absolutely. That's the amazing part about it, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Like like if you're in finance, if you're in finance, Mm -hmm. the biggest tech companies have finance departments. Mm -hmm. If you're in marketing, the biggest tech companies have a marketing department. Mm Mm-hmm. You're in HR. Mm-hmm. Biggest tech companies have HR departments. Absolutely. Yeah. What are we talking it, about? And the you thing is about it too. Uh, sorry, to interrupt. The thing about it too is like some people they get really scared and get these big company names as well, you know. And I feel that like everyone brings something to the table, and you got to be able to really sell yourself sell yourself because these type of companies they're looking for like you said hr people they're looking for finance people they're looking for admins everything you know and you have to figure out way to separate yourself from everything at the end of the day and really network with the people that's in those jobs and Mm -hmm. really figure out like hey like have these conversations with them like you could give a call to someone over on um, LinkedIn, like send, send a quick message like, hey, I see you're working as a admin assistant at um, Facebook or whatever these tech companies' names are. And just like, hey, like we have a 30-minute conversation in terms of how did you get to this spot? 
you know, it's as a certain tool, like use your connections and your network to really get you to these places. And you want to be able to sell yourself because these companies need these type of people. We can't be scared of our melodies to thrive in these type of industries as well. That is a fact. We can't be scared to, to thrive in these industries. And, and honestly, if you are a tech savvy, you know what I'm saying? Get, get certifications. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like get get certifications. There's tons of of certifications in tech that you can get, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with AWS and just certain things, practitioners, cloud practitioner certifications. There's a lots of things that you can get, um, if you're into that space too. So like we can, we can really get into this space. Black, black, like, yo, us, we can really get into these spaces mm-hmm. from all angles, from the non-tech side and then from the tech side. Exactly. Um, and we could all eat too, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely we need more. We need more of these in these spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, definitely appreciate your insight. You know, what I'm saying um, on on how to break into this industry. Um, but listen, you know, normally I I could talk for an hour, hour and a half. You know, what I'm saying, but this is DJ Teddy Gramps. This is conversation of, of the heart with T Till. So I think that maybe you you should give some of the people, you know what I'm saying, some some music, you know what I'm saying, get this live set going. You know what I mean? Give them what they want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Show them what you do. I think I can do a little something of that. Let's take it.